Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful. The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa, www.islamhouse.com is pleased to present to you this lecture, entitled, Unity is the Key to Remaining Steadfast in Islam, by Salim Morgan. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa nasta'adihu wa natubu ilallahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati amalina an yahdillah fala mudillala wa an yudlil fala hadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh أرسله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله ولو كره الكافرون اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على عبدك ونبينا محمد وعلى آل محمد وأصحاب محمد وكل من والاه واتبع هداه واستنى بسنتي إلى يوم الدين ما بعد Our praise is surely due to Allah The one from whom we seek guidance We seek forgiveness The one in whom we seek refuge from the evil within ourselves and the wrongdoing amongst our actions. Whoever Allah leads to guidance, none can lead astray. And whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leads to go astray, none whatsoever can guide. There is no source of guidance except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala found in his book and the teachings and sunnah of his final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. All else that contradicts with that is desires and going astray. May Allah send His peace and blessings upon His final messenger Muhammad alayhi salatu wassalam whom He sent with the truth and the way that is straight that it may come to predominate over all other deviant ways by the permission of Allah. Brothers and sisters in Islam these are surely times of trials for the Muslim Ummah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger have given us everything we need, insha'Allah, to prepare ourselves for trials. In fact, no nation can face trials like this nation can face them, insha'Allah ta'ala, when they are upon Iman. Allah's favors upon us are countless. Among His favors <coughs> are that He made us the best community ever raised up for mankind. When we attach ourselves to and live up to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about us, that we stand for every right and we stand against every wrong. And we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we save harshness for where it belongs for those who oppose Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger and His Deen and their enmity toward it. But amongst us is nothing but mercy, compassion, forbearing, overlooking one another's mistakes. When we reach this level, inshallah ta'ala, then we truly become khairu ummatin, ukhridat linnas the best of all nations brought forth for mankind. And if we fail 
in that endeavor and fall short, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His mercy will show us lessons in this life, will show us death and expulsion and torture and defeat, which seem like wrath from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when you stray from the way of Allah, this is the mercy because had He not given it to us in this life to think again perhaps to become shaheed when some may have lived and done other than that then this truly is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yes Islam is the complete religion law and system of life its words are decisive and its judgments are just whoever holds fast to it prospers in this world and the next and whoever deviates from it to his desires will have misery and hardship as his lot in this life and the next. It is an upright religion whose teachings are noble and it brings on lofty character. It is full of wisdom, sound proof, and is the only sound guidance for mankind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminded us in Surah Al-Imran بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ومن يبتغي غير الإسلام دينا فلن يقبل منه and whoever desires other than Islam as his way of life will never be accepted from him وهو في الآخرة من الخاسرين and he is in the hereafter one of the big losers it is the only true deen on the surface of the earth the prior messages have been corrupted at the hands of men and turned into something other than what they were. It abrogates all of the earlier laws and systems, even to the extent we still know of them. Whoever rejects it is an infidel and is an enemy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the believers in his final abode will be the hellfire. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَالَّذِي نَفْسِ مُحَمَّدٍ بِيَدِهِ By the one in whose hand is the soul of Muhammad. لَا يَسْمَعُ بِي أَحَدٌ مِنْ هَذِهِ الْأُمَّةِ No one among mankind shall hear of me. يَهُودِيًّا وَلَا نَصْرَانِيًّا Even if a Jew or a Christian ثُمَّ يَمُوتُ وَلَمْ يُؤْمِنْ بِالَّذِي أُرْسِلْتُ بِهِ then he comes to die without believing in all that I was sent with. He will be one of the people of the fire. So the Prophet ﷺ made this issue clear. It is not for us to debate it. It is for us to have compassion and mercy for the human race. And to know that they need this message like they need the air they breathe and the water they drink and to appreciate and say alhamdulillah for having that sustenance for ourselves thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for guiding us to it and giving us the success to accept it and realizing the burden that we have to, to present this to the rest of mankind fellow Muslims However, the enemies of Islam work and struggle to cripple Islam and Muslims. They will never succeed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, يُرِيدُونَ لِيُطْفِئُهُ نُورَ اللَّهِ 
They wish to extinguish the light of Allah بِأَفْوَاهِهِمْ With their mouths, with their arguments, with their tashwish وَاللَّهُ مُتِمُّ نُورِهِ وَلَوْ كَرِهَ الْكَافِرُونَ But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will complete and perfect His light so the disbelievers may hate that. To corroborate this verse from the Qur'an, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in this several hadith, لَيَبْلُغَنَّ هَذَا الْأَمْرِ مَا بَلَغَ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ اللَّيْلُ وَالنَّهَارِ This affair of ours will reach of the earth what is reached by the day and the night. لَا يَتْرُقُ اللَّهُ بَيْتًا مُدَرْ وَلَا وَبَرْ إِلَّا أَدْخَلَهُ اللَّهُ هَذَا الدِّينِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will leave no house whether it's built from bricks or built from mud but Islam will enter it by the strength of a strong one or by the weakness of a weak one a might with which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthens Islam and a humiliation with which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lowers the station of kufr and in another hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, speaking about a vision, a dream, إِنَّ اللَّهَ زَوَى لِلْأَرْضِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed me the entire earth. فَرَأَيْتُ مَشَارِقَهَا وَمَغَارِبَهَا So I saw everything to the east and everything to the west. وَإِنَّ أُمَّتِي سَيَبْلُغُ مُلْكُهَا مَا زُوِيَ لِي مِنْهَا And the dominion of my nation will reach all of those parts that I was shown. That's from Muslim. And in another hadith, he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, لا تزال طائفة من أمتي قائمة بأمر الله There will always be, even though maybe a small number, there will always be a group among my nation standing by the order of Allah. لا يضرهم من خذلهم أو خالفهم unharmed by those who betray them or oppose them حتى يأتي أمر الله until the decision of Allah shall come وهم ظاهرون على الناس and they become victorious over all people brothers in faith we Muslims have never been in such need of self-examination as we are in these days of crisis and hardship. It should be clear to every Muslim now, inshallah, that the Ummah is one. We don't need to point a finger far away at Palestine or Kashmir or Afghanistan and say, those Muslims did this and this is happening to them. We are all one Muslim and the test is general. The test may come to any of us at any moment. And so it is time for all of us to do what the Sahaba did when they were afflicted by a setback in the military sphere or in any sphere. When they suffered a setback, they never said, why did Allah do this? They never said, so-and-so among the Muslims deserted us. And they never said, the enemy has so many weapons and such good weapons. What they always said was, what have we done for Allah to bring this to us? And that is our question today for every Muslim around the world. We should be asking ourselves. 
We are in so much need of unity and we are so lacking in it. This is not something to be said about Palestine. They can't defend themselves because they lack unity. As if we Muslims in America had unity that we could point to and say, see, this is how you do it. We are no different than them. We are one ummah. And this disease has afflicted all of us. We need this unity to wash away the filth of humiliation that is ours at present. We must go back to the pure sources of our great religion, the Quran, the authentic Sunnah, and the example of the first generation. And call one another to that and agree on that. Because after we agree on the sources, the remaining differences can be worked out. The Prophet ﷺ warned the Muslims of the causes of degeneration and weakness when he said, When you do this transaction of Ina, and that's a story in and of itself, but the transaction of Ina was legal trickery. It was a way that Muslims engaged in riba while fooling themselves that it wasn't riba. And the details are for another time and place, insha'Allah. But Tabayatun Bil'ina shows the callousness and the hardness of heart for a Muslim to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbid riba and then to use this shallow trick called Al-Ina to get around it. As the Prophet said in another hadith, do not fall into what those who came before you, and I believe he said the Yahud, fell into تستحل محارم الله بأدنى الحيل you seek to break the prohibitions of Allah with the most pathetic of tricks continuing with this hadith إذا تبعيتم بالعينة when you engage in legal trickery وأخذتم أذناب البقر and you're holding on to the tails of the cows this is kind of a derogatory way of saying become too obsessed with the wealth that you're accumulating. And you become content just to perform agriculture. jihad, And you neglect your obligation of jihad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will place upon you humiliation. He will never lift it from you until you come back to your deen. We must understand the causes of our problems and calamities in the light of the Quran and the Sunnah and the guidance of our righteous predecessors. And while dealing with those problems, we must be truthful, sincere, free from shallow desires and shirk. We must have confidence in Allah and put our trust in Him. The one who said, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَإِذَا جَاءَهُمْ أَمْرٌ مِنَ الْأَمْنِ أَوِ الْخَوْفِ أَذَعُوا بِهِ And when some news or issue of peace and security comes to them, they broadcast it here and there. وَلَوْ رَدُّوهُ إِلَى الرَّسُولِ وَإِلَى أُولِ الْأَمْرِ مِنْهُمْ And if only they had taken it directly to the Messenger وسلم, and to the people of Deen among them, those who are able to discern its meaning would have understood it. 
ولولا فضل الله عليكم ورحمته لاتبعتم الشيطان إلا قليلا and were it not for the generosity of Allah upon you and his mercy you would have followed shaitan except little this verse is showing us the organized nature of Islam that Islam is a structure on top of this structure is our Imam or Khalifa and around him are the people of knowledge or the Shura and the individualism is satanic and fatal and that's what this verse is telling us because it's giving the example of an individual who hears something and it relates to the general security of the people of the Muslims or the Ummah or the community and instead of doing what they should do they blab it here and there they go to others like them did you know this? did you know that? and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said if only they had just taken it to the Prophet and because this deen is for all times not just the time of the Prophet and to the people of religion the people of deen among them those able to discern it would have understood it and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said if he's not for his generosity and mercy he would have followed shaitan and so this concept of the individual who thinks he's an ummah who functions on his own who doesn't hold fast to the Muslims and to the leadership of the Muslims is from shaitan and it is following shaitan and it is the biggest fitna for the Muslim from this part of the world who becomes Muslim because individualism is the first, second and third pillar of their deen in this land without faith. Brothers in faith, what is incumbent upon us Muslims when calamities and trials befall us is to unite in order to protect our faith and to cooperate with each other in piety and righteousness in order to protect ourselves, fortify our families and keep the harm of our enemy away. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses us with the verse وَلَا تَنَازَعُوا And do not disagree and separate from one another فَتَفْشَلُوا And so you bring on your own failure وَتَذْهَبَ رِيحُكُمْ And you lose the favorable wind which you had The analogy of the believers, I'm pausing from the eye The analogy of the believers in this context is like an army in the desert with a strong wind behind them that's the meaning of some people read this and didn't read the tafsir and thought it meant oh you lose your breath which means you lose your strength but this is a, an analogy to the concept of warfare in the desert something the Arabs knew well that if you go into a battle and you have a strong wind at your back you know you have a huge advantage because it pushes you forward it puts sand in the eyes of your enemy etc but if we separate and disagree then we cause our own failure and we become as the army with the wind in our face and be patient for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with the patient why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mention and be patient right after saying which is the command in this verse do not dispute do not separate do not differ 
And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَاصْبِرُوا And be patient. Because it is the nature of man that he is jadal. He is argumentative. He is egotistic. He tends to like his own opinion. As, Allah, as the Prophet said about the times of fitna, everyone is amazed with themselves, with their own opinion. So it takes patience, it takes humility, and it takes compromise to maintain what is our lifeblood, which is unity and cooperation in all that is good. The Prophet ﷺ said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَرْضَى لَكُمْ ثَلَاثًا وَيَكْرَهُ لَكُمْ ثَلَاثًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with you for three and he dislikes three. فَيَرْضَى لَكُمْ أَن تَعْبُدُوهُ وَلَا تُشِيكُوا بِهِ شَيْئًا He is pleased that you should worship him and no others along with him. And all Muslims get that far. But let's continue. وَأَن تَعْتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا and that you should hold fast to the rope of Allah collectively and not separate and not become divided. And he hates for you. It was said and he said, meaning gossip. And too much questions which are unnecessary. And the wasting of money or property brothers in Islam the relationship brought about by this deen is the straightest of all relationships it has its meanings and obligations enshrined in the Quran and the Sunnah it is a relationship that destroys disbelief and aggression ego and arrogance and separation Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَالْمُؤْمِنُونَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ بَعْضُهُمْ أَوْلِيَاءُ بَعْضُ Believing men and believing women, they are the allies and the protectors of one another. يَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَيَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ They command all that is good and prohibit all that is evil. وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَيُؤْتُونَ الزَّكَاةَ And they maintain the regular prayer. And they render the zakah. Well, and they obey Allah and His Messenger. These Allah will show His mercy. Verily Allah is mighty and wise. Surah Al Tawbah. And in Surah Al Anfal. And all those who disbelieve, they are the allies of one another. What the meaning here clearly is they are the potential allies of one another. Because Allah, for example, described the Yahud saying, They have much enmity between them. But when faced with the, with the community of Iman, they become allies, all of them, of one another. And what if we don't do that? What if they unite and we don't? Which is rapidly becoming our situation today. If you don't do it, it will be trials and tribulations in the earth and great corruption. And is it not what has come to pass? As the disbelievers unite, 
those who used to hate each other and the enemies to one another drawing close together against the Muslims Russia India the United States Zionist entity all of them drawing close to each other India and, and the Zionists had no relationships until just recently the Prophet ﷺ also said the believers protect the blood of one another and even the least of them is protective of their honor and the strong among them protect the body and they are as a single hand against those who oppose them Abu Dawood and the Prophet Sallallahu said in Palestine bulldozing houses on grandmothers and shooting school children in the back and that these crimes are ignored and we know our situation every time we look at a newspaper and it is completely 100% one-sided and only focuses on what those who say what we say have done those who say la ilaha illallah and completely ignores the crimes of others against us no matter how outrageous and how heinous so where is this justice that they claim where is this tolerance that they claim when it comes to us dear Muslims one fact remains indisputable in view of our present condition we will never overcome our enemies until we first of all overcome our souls and our shallow desires we can never defeat our enemies unless we first of all implement the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as individuals and collectively in every aspect of our lives the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stressed this point when he said the nations are about to sweep down upon you from every horizon from every direction as hungry people swoop down on a plate of food and they ask will it be because we are few in those times the Prophet ﷺ said know those days you will be so many but you are weightless and powerless like the foam on top of a flood your enemy will lose all fear of you and respect for you and in your hearts will be placed weakness they said what is this weakness O Rasulullah and he said love of life and a hatred for death dear Muslims if our nation does not stand up with this and run back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then we are in danger that the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may come upon us when he said and if you turn away Allah will substitute for you another people and they won't be as you were and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said 
يا أيها الذين آمنوا من يرتد منكم عن دينه Oh, you who believe, whoever among you turns back from his deen, Allah will bring another people whom he loves and they love him. Humble with all other believers. Strong and forthright with the disbelievers. يُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَلَا يَخَافُونَ لَوْمَةَ لَائِمْ They fight in the path of Allah and never fear the blame of those who blame. ذَلِكَ فَضْلُ اللَّهِ يُؤْتِيهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ That is the grace of Allah. He gives it to whomever He wishes. وَاللَّهُ وَاسِعٌ عَلِيمٌ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is expansive knowing. Allahumma alina al-haqqa haqqan wa zukhna tiba'ah Oh Allah, show us every truth for what it is and grant us submission to it and the following of it. Wa alina al-baatila baatilan wa zukhna ishtinaba And show us every falsehood as falsehood and grant us distance from it. Allahumma ahati nufusana taqwaaha Oh Allah, give our souls consciousness and fear of you وَذَكِّهَا and purify them purify our souls أَنْتَ خَيْرَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا you are the best and the only who can give us this purification وَالصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ عَلَى خَاطِنِ النَّبِيِّينَ and the prayers and peace be upon in conclusion we ask Allah that he brings you benefit through this lecture for more information you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyal 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone 445-4900, also 491-6065. Fax, 4970126 If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh